Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this show is to change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Today I have the pleasure to be with Dr. Ed Kita. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Christine. Good to be here. It's good to have you on, too. And uh, you are a chiropractor, have uh, co-created Chronic Pain Simplified, a video-based lecture series which is now available online. Ed began his work career in the mechanical trades in the Arctic, and then he moved to the human body and carries a degree in chiropractic, human biology, and marine and mechanical engineering technology. Now, that is an interesting transition. Yeah, a lot of why people say that. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk about how you ended up becoming the person you are today? Uh, it started with the first 15 years of my work life, and that was in all the mechanical trades. So I started in a steel mill, and I started in production and then moved to, uh, I got an apprenticeship as a millwright, so industrial mechanic. Then I joined the Navy, so five years in the Navy, and most of that spent on a submarine. So I was a marine mechanic there, and then I ended up in a lead zinc mine in the high Arctic for about 10 years Wow! after that. And yeah, you get to that point in your life where you think, this is either the rest of my life or I do something different. And all the jobs that I had had a sort of integrated systems involved with them. So there was a sense of danger if you didn't know how to do your job. Mm -hmm. And it sort of makes sense when you think about a submarine or a mine up in the high Arctic. And you'd get three types of people working. You know, the people that were sort of okay at their job, which was great if things weren't well. Mm -hmm. The people that really knew their job specifically which were great if the problems that arose came from that specific area. But if it was influenced by other areas, they'd be in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then the excellent workers would know sort of the concept of the entire situation, the entire plant. They'd know all the jobs that were close to them, had an influence on them, and they knew their job. Yeah. So they could anticipate problems. They could see things coming and circumvent them before yes. things happened. So... You're making that decision, what do I want to do? And if you parallel that to medicine, you see the same issues occurring. People too specialized, right? Losing things, people not getting the whole picture. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring that mindset, almost that brainwashing, to the medical fields, right? And that's how I got into human biology and ended up in chiropractic because it's that jump from mechanics to human mechanics that made so much sense to me. That is a very interesting progression. So I understand you're passionate about solving the problems in the human body. Right, because it's, it's sort of consistent with your basic disaster movie. And there's a lot of those out now. Yeah. Right, and the way it works is uh, the film starts and everybody's fine and everybody's doing good. 
And then the movie will go to different frames where you see an individual sitting in a space, seeing a temperature getting a little too high. Another guy's in another space and he'll see a pressure going too high. Somebody might feel a little vibration under their feet. But in the context of where they are, it's normal. Yeah. You know, it's nothing really to be concerned with. You log it in the book and you'll see all these little things going on and it culminates in everything coming together. You have your big explosion and that's the start of your disaster movie. The and, breakdown. Right. From You suddenly find yourself in pain and you don't know where it comes from. Right. You think, oh, the little things that was part of getting older without realizing that really it isn't. Right. That's very interesting. And that's that's that process. So, so you look, look at healthcare and you see the same disaster movie happening in all the individuals. Mm -hmm. And when it actually hits, it's so hard to decipher what happened or yes. what's actually going on. And I think we both work in the field that we don't just want to put a band-aid on the disaster. Right. But we want to go back and try to fix the causes so at least it doesn't happen again. Right. And, and in mechanics, that's what happens. Yeah. And sometimes it takes two years to filter through the air, the airplane crash or some disaster. But they always figure it out. And they see all these little things, this chain reaction of events that mm -hmm. comes to this one breakdown and, and that's how safety procedures get in, implemented and you prevent those things from happening again and it's just not happening in our system right now so how did you get into working as a chiropractor uh, it, it was that same thing because it's, it's as close to mechanics as you're going to get And uh, there, there's a lot of knowledge in anatomy and biomechanics, but all the physiology. So when you look head to head with a medical practitioner or a chiropractor, the core sciences are the same. It's, it's the philosophy that's different. But And whenever you go into a professional situation, there's always a degree of brainwashing that goes in. But fortunately for me, I was brainwashed already. <laughs> That's a good one. Again, because I had that sort of mentality that everything is linked. It has to be linked. You're always yeah. looking at everything as a puzzle. Yeah. So if you have a piece of the puzzle, you can't throw it away. And any other piece has to link into the puzzle. Otherwise, either your puzzle's wrong or the information's wrong. That is true. And yeah, then, I agree completely. Right. Yeah. So, so the more information you have in the puzzle, the easier it is to put pieces in. Yes. And every piece adds color to everything else you have there. And it's easier to remember because it's all linked. Everything sort of makes sense. That is a beautiful picture. Right. So that's, and that's sort of the premise of everything that we're doing. So when yeah. you look at, say, chronic pain, fibromyalgia, mental health, like it's a huge issue. And we're all paying for it. And you think about that in a monetary sort of sense, but like the true loss is in the raw human potential that is lost, right? So we have all this productivity, creativity, innovation that is lost in a whole segment of the population that's trying to get through their day, mm -hmm. just make it through the day in one piece in this sort of foggy mind type situation. So sure. if we can sort of increase everybody's productivity as far as their own personal creativity by a small percentage multiplied across millions, then you're doing something. You're actually having some positive effect, and that's the way you want to sort of look at things. Yeah. And then from the, from the standpoint of the mechanics, okay. uh, I love troubleshooting. 
I, yeah. lo I love big problems. I, love, I like the process. Yeah. Right. So, and, and that's basically what we're doing within the context of the, the course, the website, is putting all these pieces together in layman's terms so that yeah. people could understand it and at least ask the right questions, at least have a sense. Because if you're in that chronic pain situation, the main problem is, is that the unknown. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Nobody's giving you answers. That's an additional stressor that amplifies yes. all your issues. So if we could sort of set that picture, if we say healthcare is a 5,000-piece puzzle that everybody knows 20 pieces of, we could set you way back and at least see the cover on the box so that you could figure out where you are and, yeah. and, and sort of decide which way you want to move. So that's And we have a very similar proceedings in where we go. Just I come from a little different way because my approach is more the individual artistic way but I think you do the same and I love puzzles and I, I always love the puzzling part of it and the putting puzzle time pieces together right and that is fascinating and I love your website it is very nice what's your address on the website uh, it's uh, chronicpainsimplified.com that is a simple simple to remember website yeah, yeah, very nice yeah, yeah. and so yeah. it's like because what yeah. you have as far as the puzzle goes yeah. is you got a situation that's yeah. multi-causal yes you're it's causing multiple symptoms yeah. and it's affecting multiple yes. systems that is so true right so it makes for a nice puzzle to try and solve yeah and there's really no easy solution and that mechanistic uh, approach is an idea I myself have more an artistic approach and right. I'm looking for a person to have a passion for something to have uh, to have something to get healthy for right because just to get healthy doesn't get them nowhere if they want to sit on the, the Chesterfield watch TV and, and uh, cash in on their disability insurance right and that's yeah that's with everything if you're not having fun or you're not passionate about yeah. it there's no real point in doing it and, yeah. and you, you look at the two factions in the system mm -hmm. where you have like the holistic group And you have the hard science group. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because you could look at either one of them and, and say definitively that you need them. Yeah. They're important for the system to work successfully. Yeah. But the holistic people are too holistic and the focal people are too focused. Yeah. And if the holistic people embrace the science and looked at the science, they would find that the science proved that they were correct. Yeah. Like that the holistic view is completely valid. But they could be a little more focal in their delivery. Yeah. And if the focal people were to embrace all the science that's available to them outside of their speciality, yeah. mm -hmm. they'd be able to look at it with a holistic eye and become a little less vocal in their delivery. Yeah, right? and that is basically what I do too as a conventionally trained physician and a naturopath. I combine both right. parts and as a health coach now I have the opportunity to put it all together and right. actually have the time because as you know it takes time sure. to get to the road. Yeah. So how do you do that as a practicing chiropractor with your wife who's a massage therapist mm -hmm. to actually do that in your practice because most chiropractors say do rock zuck five minutes you're back out yeah our, our standard visit's about an hour and a half yeah i and, think and, and so we got a lot of time to talk <laughs> so you cover a lot of ground that is amazing and, and, yeah. and, and you pick up that interest so so mm -hmm. that's sort of the way we work 
And it's that, again, it's that integration, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's seeing the validity. There's validity in everything. Yeah. You just got to put it into context. Right. And that's where the problems arise because yeah. we lose context and get too focal. And it's just like the guy that knows his job really well but doesn't know what's going on around him. Yes. If things go sideways, he actually becomes dangerous. That's true, yeah. You know, and that's the and that's that sort of brainwashing I got in industry <laughs> where you you really get a good sense that you have to step back now and again yeah. and say, Okay, I don't have the answers, but they're out there and I might have a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And that's the way you want to sort of work through these things. And that is a wonderful conclusion for the first part of the show. And I love that approach that uh You really take your time to get to know the mechanics and the person of the uh, in a little better. Take your time, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that after the commercial in the second half of today's show. And we'll see you after the break. Great, thank you. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 COEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and I am with today's guest, Dr. Ed Keita, chiropractor and chronic pain specialist and puzzle solver. We talked a little bit about your idea that uh, every patient really that comes to you is a big puzzle that needs to be solved and I think it's a wonderful image. Now let's talk about pain which is your focus area obviously as a chiropractor many people come to you with pain. How do you solve the pain puzzle? Well you want to just like anything you want to start really globally with mm -hmm. it and whenever you have a real complex problem you have to have a system to solve it. Because if you have a really difficult problem and you just try to come up with an answer, it's just never going to work. So it's uh, it's almost like you've got to build a big walk-in closet with all the cubby holes and hangers and drawers in it before you start throwing your information in. Because if you do it the other way, everything just piles up and it makes no sense. So you've got to have a, some sort of a solution to the solution and then you start plugging in information. So that puzzle analogy comes into effect. So we want to build a puzzle and you want to visualize it that way. So you have that sort of rectangular puzzle. You've got a 5,000 piece box. You throw it on the table. You flip it all upside down. And the, and the first thing you look for is the edge pieces. You look for the edges in the corners because you know where they are and you can't argue that they're not an edge. Right. So you set up your edges and then you build all the information in from the outside in. And that's how it works. So we're going to do that with pain. So pain, pain is our problem. We put that right at the top. So that's our top edge. And so we're sitting there, where do we go from here? So pain is a cloud. It's a fog. It's a mist, right? It's a ghost. That's the way it's always described. You uh -huh. can't test for it. You can't see it. So already we're in trouble. Like, what do you do with that? So if you have a problem and you can't see it, you take it to an extreme. And that way you'll visualize it a little better. So if we have a problem, it's around for a while. We could say it's chronic pain. 
chronic fatigue will come in, and maybe a few years down the road you'll get a stronger label, and the big one out there now is fibromyalgia. Uh-huh. So now we get a clearer view, because we could look at fibromyalgia and get a lot of information on it, right? And we're building up the edge of the puzzle. It's really not a good diagnosis, but hey. Well, it's 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 like we're we're starting from nowhere, so we got to yeah. start somewhere. Right? True, true. So you go to somewhere that nobody's going to argue with. Say you go to the Mayo Clinic site and you list all the symptomology mm-hmm. down, right? So you yeah. list down, and when you look at the symptomology, you're going to see three areas. You're going to have head stuff, you're going to have gut stuff, and you're going to have soft tissue stuff. Mm-hmm. So in the head, anxiety, depression, sleep issues, memory issues, and increased conscious perception of pain. Mm-hmm. In the gut, you're going to see upper GI, lower GI, uh, reflux, IBS, leaky gut. Mm-hmm. And then in the soft tissue area, achy joints, weakness, numbness, tingling, the 18 mysterious tender points or areas. And when we look at that, it's like, okay, that's good. I mean, we have something to shoot at, but it's usually termed idiopathic. So it doesn't help us at all, no. right? Because if we don't know the cause, and idiopathic just means without cause, mm-hmm. we can't treat. So how do you approach that problem? We got to go in another direction. Okay. So we set up that side of the board. So you visualize that we got pain on the top. That's our problem. We got yeah. what we know about that problem. If it goes to an end stage down the right hand side of the board mm-hmm. or the puzzle. So now we want to try and figure out what to do with the other side of the board. So we figure, what do we know about pain? Mm-hmm. Really simple because it's the edge piece. We don't want to argue with that. Yeah. So we know that pain can be caused by pressure, temperature caustic things, environmental things. But when we're talking about chronic pain, we're essentially getting into biochemical mediators of pain. Inflammation. Right. When it all comes down to it, all said and done, inflammation. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to pain, pain is the firing of pain receptors. Mm -hmm. And there's no mystery behind that. If the pain receptor doesn't fire, you don't have pain. So now rather than being a ghost or a mystery, we have a hard target. So now we can sort of look at biochemical mediators of pain. And what you want to remember about those is they're produced by the body, right? They're natural to the body. They have important jobs. They're not bad guys. Mm-hmm. But in aberrant situations, they start causing problems. True. So we're going to choose eight. And, okay. and there's there's words that you are familiar with, not familiar with, things you know a little bit about, things you've heard as you read stuff, but you never knew what it really meant. But this is our list, right? So we have lactic acid histamine, the bradykinins, cytokines, prostaglandin E2, leukotriene B4, and what I call our two special guest stars, potassium and serotonin. Okay. Most people don't associate them with firing pain receptors because they're mm-hmm. perennial good guys, right? Oh, no, not necessarily. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, like yeah, in, in yeah, the yeah. comments. Many, many, the, many the our listeners will right. not associate with it right. because they said, oh, and serotonin is a feel-good hormone. Right. Not all of it. Not always, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so we want to so look at that, right? Yes. So now we have our problem on the top. Mm-hmm. We have what problem comes to in an extreme situation with all mm-hmm. the symptomology, fibromyalgia on one side. Mm-hmm. And now we know what fires pain receptors, mm-hmm. right? So so it's not as ghosty and misty as we thought. True. Now, there's no point in building this puzzle if we're not going to get a solution out of it. So we mm-hmm. want to look to our solutions. We're going to throw them on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So across the bottom, we want to say, again, simple things, things that we're not going to argue with that are going to have solutions fall into. So what we want to do is say, what do human beings need? Or what, if I take away from you, is going to kill you? 
Mm-hmm. So the first thing you should come to your mind is air. Sure. Oxygen. Air, water, Breathing, food. right? Second one's and water, then, right? Yes. Third one, food, mm-hmm. right? Big yep. topics. A lot yep. of information on those. Fourth one, motion. Mm-hmm. We have to move. Yes. And when we think about motion, most people think about puttering around, running, going to the gym. Right. But our brain's got to think and our lungs got to move and our pump, our heart's got to pump. Right. Our gallbladder's got to fire. So you can come down and bring it down to every cell, every tissue in your body mm-hmm. has to be able to do its job and yes. its full natural range of motion mm-hmm. under a variety of stressors to be healthy. Yes. And if we take those jobs away, that tissue will become dysfunctional. Right. right. So motion, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we could throw into there. Yes. And then finally, we have rest. We have to rest. Without rest, we die. Yes. Right? So five things. Air, water, food, motion, rest. And it sounds simple, but there's all kinds of information within the context of all those. And if we look at each of them and drop in sort of average North American society, we're not doing too well with the air and the breathing. We're not doing too good with the hydration. We're not doing good with food. We're not doing good with motion and activity, and we're not doing good with rest. That is very true. And that comes into personal responsibility. Yeah. So, I mean, the the patient has to participate Mm -hmm. in order to get healthy, and it's our jobs to educate to find holes in their game. Yes. we got to find holes. And to help them along and hold them accountable. Exactly. That's a big deal there. So... The idea is, is that we want to take one of these words and because it's a puzzle, it should link Mm -hmm. up to all the other words. Mm -hmm. And that's how this works. We talk about one thing specifically. Say serotonin. Link it up. Serotonin. Okay. So we're going to say just simply what we need to do, right? What we want to understand is where it is, what's it doing there, and how much of it is there. And then we can talk. Okay. Yeah. So first thing, where is it? It's in the brain. It's in the gut. Mm-hmm. It's in the platelets, yeah. right? So you see that analogy, head, gut, Cells. soft tissue, mm-hmm. right? And then what's it doing there in the brain? We have mood, sleep, memory, sort of an increased conscious perception of pain if there's not enough there. Mm-hmm. In the gut, smooth muscle contraction, peristalsis, churning, mixing of food, good mm-hmm. digestion. Yeah. In the platelets, in the platelets, when we look at the platelets, smooth muscle contract. And so if we cut ourselves, we yeah. decrease blood flow to the point of the wound, right? Yeah. We stimulate the buildup of fibers so the fibers can blend with the clot, mm-hmm. right? With the platelets to form a strong yeah. clot and it fires pain receptors mm-hmm. so that we know we've damaged ourselves. And that's how serotonin gets on that list of chemical mediators of pain. Mm-hmm. If we set up a scenario and we don't know what it is where we sort of get the platelets to aberrantly discharge throughout our whole body, we're going to have a reduction in the brain, reduction in the gut, too much in the periphery, and we could make our linkage all the way across to all the symptoms of fibromyalgia. Yes. Which sounds compelling. And to all the other mediators. Exactly. They all link together. We have I, to tell, I think that is wonderful. If we tell all the stories, mm-hmm. they will all link. It's the same as you say with the puzzle. When you, you can't solve a puzzle if you don't look closely at each piece. And right. that's what you're really doing so that's quite interesting so uh, how long usually does it take for you to get to the bottom of all that 
Um, to sort of sort this out in layman's terms, like mm-hmm. to explain it to somebody, it's about 20 hours. 20 hours. 20 That's hours. really not that bad when no, you look at it. And it's all very simple. There's nothing complex. And yeah. it's, it's fun because you're always adding more information to it. And then once you have all that laid out and squared away, yeah. then you can start acting on it because it becomes a tool. That is amazing. Right. And that's the the basic premise. So, it's, I mean, we're gonna, it's about 20 hours to lay it all out and probably another 60 hours to, to solve it. play with all the tools yeah. to get everything going. To and, get it and, going and get it in the direction where the client or patient can do their part to actually succeed. Right. And that's, it, and that, that's the premise of the mm. site where you can go through at your own time. And yeah. sort all this out for yourself, and, and and just take the mystery out and ask good questions. So it is again chroniccainsimplified dot com. That's right. Yeah, and it's it's well worth checking out. And this brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you very much, Ed, for coming on the show. It, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was a great pleasure and a very interesting uh, perspective on what many know as a mechanistic thing, chiropractic, but it's way more than that. And if you're interested in contacting me or Ed with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please send me an email at christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, at communityradio.ca. I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. And Sheila did a role too. <laughs> thank you. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.